Welcome to God Stories Radio, Session 14. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. Having a good time today here, and I'll tell you why. Okay, go ahead. Because I have my sister and brother-in-law in the kitchen tonight, and my sister is going to give her testimony. Fantastic. And I'm really going to try not to say the word excited on this podcast. Okay. Well, you just did. I just did. I blew that, didn't I? It's kind of <laughs> like every diet I've tried over the last... Mm-hmm. I hear like you. Like I need to diet. I hear you. Do you diet, Mike? I call it fast. Well, like you're all spiritual. <laughs> I used to call it diet, but now I've turned to fasting. <laughs> well, Mike, I have my sister Marsha in the kitchen. Welcome, Marsha, to the kitchen. My sister, I love you and thank you for coming out tonight and sharing your testimony with us. Well, thank you, baby brother. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> I'm not used to being called the baby, baby brother. brother yeah. <laughs> well, I want to open with one thing that I, nobody can tell me God does not give you the desires of your heart because I listen many a day to my son and my little brother do radio broadcasting out of the bedroom. I, we always knew that someday he was going to be this famous radio personality, and here we are. In God's eyes. In God's in eyes. In God's right. eyes. Wow, well, yeah. That's, right. <laughs> That's true. For him. Know? Yeah. That, that she would bring that up. Yeah, it really. always has been a desire of my heart. And I remember the first time you and I talked about it, and I said, man, I just love to radio. That's my thing. And you, when you told me that, I just, you know knowing what God had already told me. And when you said you came from radio, I just kind of like almost fell off my chair. And wow. then you said that, that would you say that was that sentence you said? Uh, God's putting the team together. That's what you said. <laughs> he gave you radio and he gave Rex his antique store. I know it. That's and he right. gave me Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Disney. Yeah. I've never, I've never seen somebody more excited about Disney world in my life, Mike. Every time I go, you'd think I'd never been there before. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. What can you say when somebody has a smile that big? Really? It's like uh, Pastor Justin always says, you know, pay the mouse. Pay the mouse. Pay yeah. the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, we're going to be quiet and let you kind of take it over and tell us about your testimony. I, I know somewhat about it, and I hope you don't tell any stories about me. Well, there I'm anywhere. going to try to hold back. Uh-oh. No holding back. <laughs> well, um, next month I will be 66 years old. I've been a Christian most of my life. Well, uh, I've gone to church most of my life. And do you know I realized today this is the first time I have ever formally given my testimony? Really? It really, yeah. I mean, I've shared over all the years with people, but I have never, like, formally given a testimony. So Unless you stop her in line at Publix or yeah. BJ's or something, then she'll give you her testimony. <laughs> Trying okay. to check out. Yeah. Or when you, when you least want to hear it, that's when I'm ready to start. <laughs> I just, I really prayed about what I was supposed to say. I'm just believing tonight the words that come out of my mouth or what somebody somewhere needs to hear. So Amen it's guaranteed. Yep. Amen. So, uh, I, like I said, I uh, my mother always took me to Sunday school, and I I always thought I was a Christian, and um, 
I went to church, but I always thought when something bad happened to me that it was God punishing me because I'd been a bad girl. God was a punishing God. He, uh, you know, if you've done something wrong, God's going to punish you, and that's that's always what I believed. And um, a, that's a big stigma out there. That exact thing. Yeah, it is. I, there's so many people that believe that. You serve a sledgehammer, God. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Fire and brimstone and the whole thing. And uh, I, over the years, have definitely come to know that he does put you in your place, but he's a very, very loving God. And that's what I hope to um, get o- get over tonight that uh he loves us and he like i said in the very beginning wants to give us the desires of our heart i i had a really troubled teen life my um mom and dad divorced which i was very happy about because there was way too much fighting way too much fighting and uh the day that my mom said your dad is leaving I said oh I'm so glad I was just so happy that he was leaving because I knew that that there wouldn't be as much fighting after he was gone a while she met this wonderful man that we both totally fell in love with just so happened to be Fritz's father they married not we neither one of us ever dreamed that he was an alcoholic and that came as kind of a surprise. We had some problems with that, but um, it, I had grandparents in Kentucky that were willing to take me. And uh, so I went um, at the age of 16 and lived with my grandparents in Kentucky. My senior year of high school, I met my husband. We married right out of high school because um, it was the Vietnamese War. I just knew he would he would go over there and be killed, and, and I wanted to be married first. And so we got married, and I, we, I went to Florida to visit Mom. Fritz was a baby. I just wasn't feeling well at all. I was always sick. The whole trip, I was sick. Come to find out, I was pregnant with our son, and I was right. Um, my husband did get called to the army, but because I was pregnant, he didn't have to go. At the age of 19, I had a bouncing baby boy, <laughs> and uh, he was quite a handful, but he, he's been such a blessing. We uh, stayed married for six years. Uh, Rex worked for... Um, the for what was then Southern Bell and he was gone a lot and our marriage was just not doing well at all after six years um, we separated Uh, little Rex and I moved out I wanted to party I mean I I did my share of drinking and and as I I, as a teenager I uh, drank a lot I drank a whole lot I think I was well on my way also to becoming an alcoholic my uh, mother had a really good friend who worked for a psychiatrist and 
she had um, pills that she gave my mom to give to me to kind of keep me mellowed out, which I think contributed later on to my drug usage. It never got so bad that, I mean, I, I couldn't give it up. I, I was always the type person who, who had to be in control. I had to know what was going on at all times. So I never really got to the point where I was out of it. Uh, lots of times I was with drinking. We found our way back together again, and we were back together for a year. And again, at the end of that year, we separated again. But what happened during this separation was I realized I really did love him. And I didn't want to be um, separated. I, I always wondered why, why this happened, what God's hand was in it. But again, he must have been, um, you know, I was a bad mother, I was a bad wife, and he was punishing me for this. So the one thing that I thought I could do to let Rex know I really wanted to be back together and, and make this thing work was to give him another child, which I, I never wanted to be pregnant again. So before we got back together, I had um, an ectopic pregnancy the doctor told me he he had to remove my um, right fallopian tube and my left ovary burst open during the ectopic pregnancy and so he said you can't have any more children and i i said well i don't understand why do you have me on birth control pills and he said well because you know you're you're missing parts now and and he said i just wanted to keep your your periods on track you know try to keep you somewhat normal and I said well I want to have another baby and he said I'm it's impossible so I I went home cried all the way home and I thought oh this can't be happening I I after all this time I want another baby and now I can't have one and I said Lord no, I can't, I don't believe that. I just don't believe that you would not want me to have this baby and for Rex to have this baby. So I'm telling you right now, I want a little girl. I want her to be small. I want her to be tiny and I want her to have blonde hair and brown eyes. I said, that's, that's what I want. Almost a month to the day, I was at work and I hemorrhaged and just bled and bled. My um, sister-in-law came and took me to the doctor and he said, well, he said, I, I, you somehow got pregnant and he said, but now you're threatening to abort. And he said, um, you need to go home and stay in bed. And he said, take aspirin and no vitamin C. And he said, lots of vitamin C. He said, it'll help with the bleeding and so I um I went home and, and Rex was in Atlanta little Rex was uh, he was a little trooper he came home every day after school and he made me soup out of a can mm-hmm. he took very good care of me he was um six years old at oh. this, yeah I, it, he was six years old 
he he wanted this baby too he really wanted me to have a little brother or sister i i went back i did what the doctor said and i went back and he 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 just did not want to believe that i was pregnant and i've had a very good friend who was pregnant also at the same time she said that's it you're going to my doctor so i did i i she made me an appointment and i went to her doctor who was a very very german he had been a professor in germany and he was just an amazing doctor and he found out that um this other doctor had given me hormone shots to make me you know I, I don't know if he was trying to make me lose the baby because he just didn't want to be proven wrong I don't know uh, I I almost lost her I I went when I went to this doctor he he recommended childbirth classes and so I am um, I wanted to do this too because I thought this is probably my only chance, my only other chance. And the Lord saw fit to get let me get pregnant when there was no way possible. Mm-hmm. And I want to do everything I can to make this um, this just what He wants. And so I went to the childbirth class and I met this wonderful person. She was just the the most joyous just you know her fritz she was you amazing right she was just the the light of the world to me and um come to find out she was a christian we we talked quite a bit and uh i said oh well i said i i'm a christian too i said but um jesus he he not no he wasn't jesus at that point <laughs> he was god and he um punished me a lot and she said oh no uh-uh she said um your lord is jesus and he's not punishing you he loves you i said he loves me and she said yeah jesus loves you and so I went home that night and I laid in bed and I just said, Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. And that was the hardest, the hardest thing for me to um, understand was that um, I, I was a person that was good enough to have the love of God with the help of this amazing woman i got to know jesus and um she just told me she says you know you just talk to him she said when you're riding down this road she says who cares what people think you know if they see you talking to yourself so what sure, just talk right talk to jesus and tell him what you want and and so um I did. <laughs> I did. And, and my husband wasn't, uh, I guess he could have been classified an atheist. He, he absolutely did not believe in God. The church that this lady went to, um, I wanted to go there in the worst way. I mean, when she would tell me about it, I used to think, oh my goodness, that just sounds like something I want to be a part of. And she said, well, you could come, she said, but it would be so much better if you wait for Rex. And when he comes to know the Lord, if you both come together. 
So I said, okay. And uh, the time passed, and it was way past time <laughs> for me to have this little bundle. And uh, so I was late, and the doctor finally said I was a month past due, and he said, you're just going to you're gonna have to be um, induced. induced. Yeah. And so um, I said, okay. So I, I went to the hospital, and um, his, he, he was just amazing. And his wife, he and his wife sat outside my room all evening and this took it took 12 hours of induction he came in and he examined me and he says you know if something doesn't happen soon he said I'm gonna have to do a c-section and I remember just looking up and I said oh lord I said please I said just please just do something and I, there's no way anybody will ever tell me that I did not feel a hand on my shoulder. And within half an hour, I was completely dilated, totally dilated. And not very long after that, here was this teeny tiny little baby girl. She had blonde hair. <laughs> after I, uh, you know, after a while, she had her brown eyes, and she was she was just an amazing child, and a very small baby. She just was so so in tune with God herself, and uh, one of the highlights <laughs> for me was when I was potty training her, and um, she was sitting on her little potty chair, and she's sitting there, and and she says. She looked at the wall and she says, Jesus, Jesus, why are you going to walk through that wall? And she was two years old. She couldn't have made that up. So I, you know, it mm -hmm. was just so obvious that he was just so real and so at work in our lives. The day came and Rex became a Christian and off we went to Good News Fellowship, which was the just the one of the things I wanted more than anything. The Lord definitely knew what he was doing because those were some amazing years that um, we had at that church. We uh, just um, just the teaching with Derek Prince and uh, just some amazing Bible teachers and um we also got to several times here um john um olstein john olstein who's the father of joel, joel right. he came to our church quite a few times to um to teach and and he was amazing and then the music wasn't too bad either oh as the, i remember the mu music Veltz, was amazing vels vels and Hausnick, Hausnick, which they will be in the house nick <laughs> in a in a tough couple right. weeks and i'm town, hoping maybe you could get them on here you t talk yeah, about god stories genie on the show yeah no it, it, it would be amazing they've they've really got some good some good stories to tell and just um such amazing god-inspired music when the when at&t i mean um southern bell broke up at&t offered rex a, a promotion and we moved to new jersey and um that was just a wilderness 
experience for me. Um, we never could find a church that we felt comfortable in, and um, we were just, just a far away. You know, it was like God was still always there, but we were far away. And um, Fritz had this daughter <laughs> uh, who has given her testimony, Aubrey, which I swore I was not going to get close to because every little child that had been in my life I felt had been ripped away from me. Uh, Fritz's older daughter, I, I was just so in love with her and, and she was taken away. I didn't, I said I, I, I know what a broken heart is now. I, I know how it feels. Just three years ago now, we were reunited and it was one of the best things that ever happened in my life to, to be able to get her back into my life and um, back to uh, how we ended up here we came Rex retired and uh, we came we went to Lake City to help take care of Aubrey and uh, I took her to um, uh, at that time, she was getting fresh frozen plasma to to try. She had her kid a new kidney, and um, uh, so I was just we were there to help and and to help take care of her. And then my daughter moved to Claremont and was pregnant. So it just worked out. I mean, it's just crazy how things work out that we came to Claremont <laughs> so we're again in Claremont no church you know no 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 place to go and um, my daughter said you know my my DM wants us to go it was Easter and he wanted us to go to his church and it's uh, I still we still have no idea where it is it's a <laughs> one of the it's the big Baptist Church here in Claremont somewhere and it's supposed to be an amazing church but we couldn't find it it's Easter morning we have the directions how to get there can't find the church so we pull there's this little church over on the right cars just everywhere and we think well I don't think that's it it's supposed to be a big church but we pulled over in this, we asked this, the lady, do you know how to get to this church? And she said, well, I can tell you how to get there, but why don't you stay and worship with us? We said, well, you know, we promised him we'd show up. Well, we couldn't find the church. So I had seen an article in, in the little Claremont newspaper that we get once a week, and I, I saw this pastor who had on blue jeans and a, a plaid shirt, and I thought, whoa, that would be so cool to go to a church like that where there's just like, you know, no, it's just real. Guess where we ended up? Real life. Real life. <laughs> and that was probably Pastor Justin. And it was Pastor Justin, and it, it was no accident. Um, that no, was There's no such thing as a coincidence. No, yeah. no. Yeah. And um, so we, and the first person we met was Mark um, Montemeyer, and he was just so gracious and so wonderful. The music was just magnificent, and we said this is it i mean for the first time 
first time since we'd left Good News Fellowship did we feel at home, like we had found a place to go. And that was the old church. That was the little church, the smallest church, <laughs> the biggest That's church right. on the smallest piece of land. And uh, so we've been um, hanging out with Good News ever since. And the Lord has just continued to bless us. It's just been amazing. I mean, I never, ever thought that my whole family, well, we, my son's a holdout, but we're working on him. Yeah, he's digging <laughs> his heels in, isn't he? He's digging his heels That's in. That's right. God will move. In Pennsylvania, but we're all here now. Fritz and Aubrey and my daughter and my two amazing granddaughters. It's, it's, it's wonderful. When we came to Claremont, we didn't even have a place to live. I mean, we had to make a move and we had to make it fast. And my daughter lived in uh, Trad's Landing at the time. We thought, well, maybe, you know, we'll might be able to get some little hotel room around here. We never dreamed we'd get a house. And uh, there was a house on the corner by my daughter and uh, we were supposed to get that house. That didn't work out. So we got um, another house with the same landlord on the next street. He didn't want a down payment. He said he took a half month's rent. I mean, it was just so the Lord that we moved into this neighborhood. And so we uh, met our neighbors. We just had, a, had and still have amazing neighbors. And we lived in that little house for three years. And my neighbor across the street came over one day and she said, um, oh, she said, Jim and Nan are moving. The, and that the, was the house next door to her. She said, you guys need to move in there. And I said, oh, we can't afford that house. She said, but what if you could? And I said, I don't think we can. So she, she comes back the next day and she said, how much are you paying here? And I told her, she said, okay. She comes back the next day. She said, what if you could pay that plus $50? And I said, what? And she said, yeah, yeah. She said, they want you to, to rent their house. And so Rex said, well, I'm not moving over there, not unless we can buy it. And so, of course, we wanted to buy it because it was this house that I never, ever thought I would... Uh, live in a house like that ever again I thought you know with him being retired and everything we'd been through that we would never own a home again which we don't yet but we're we're just seeing how that works out too so we went and we looked at the house and I fell in love I mean I was in love with it before I ever walked in it I just knew and and we had these, these the big cranes, you know, that are walk around. I was wondering if you were going to mention yeah, them. <laughs> I love, I, well, I love animals. And uh, I love these birds. Every day they walked through our backyard. And my little granddaughter and I would go out and we'd look at them and talk to them. And so I just thought, well, am I the only one that wants to move across the street? Lord, you've just got to show me show me that this you want us to do this too um the birds had just walked through the backyard i walked into the kitchen and i looked out the front window and who do you think was standing in the front yard of that house 
my birds. Now, I had never seen them on that side of the street or in the front yards. They always went through the backyards. And so I said, okay, okay, I hear you. And I've never seen three of them. I know. And I've I, only seen two of them. Well, they usually do travel in three. Yeah. There were three yesterday. Just yesterday, they were. I have yet to see a third one. I saw a mom and a dad and some babies cross the. Uh, uh, 192. <laughs> oh, those little things waddling across the street. I they know, and they're so, so fuzzy. Man. Oh, goodness. So, I'm sorry. That was our, that's, Continue. that's okay. That was my sign. We uh, thoroughly intended to buy the house, and then the market fell out, and, and uh, the house, what they owed and what the house was worth was half of what they owed, and of course, they wanted us to pay what they owed, and we just didn't feel that it was the right thing to do to, to overpay, so we didn't. But I'm believing that if we're supposed to stay there, God's going to make a way. So I'm just believing for that. I mean, there's been bad times, but the good so, so far outweighs the bad. Well, it's, if I could just interrupt for just a second, too, you guys crossed a pretty big hurdle. Recently, if I can remember, the lease was up on that house, I think, and they were... They had the option to, I yeah. think they had told you you either were going to have to buy it or or else. Or uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and so God kind of intervened in that situation, mm-hmm. and they were able to re-up the lease. For four years. Four years. Wow. Yeah. yeah so sure. there's a there's a, a small miracle. Well, now we did have, I mean, we're paying $500 more per month. We're there. And I have no doubt that we're there for a lot of reasons. And not, not just because I love the house. <laughs> but uh, it was um, like another, I mean, God has so often given me the desires of my heart. And, and I know now that Jesus does love me and that Very he good. will. He will definitely, if you love him back that's all he wants he just wants you to love him back and well i can say this you're you're mimi to a lot of kids out there (laughs) i am and if you hadn't had that house you wouldn't have had the room to house aubrey and i either that's true that's a whole nother story but that is that's another whole hour (laughs) um, you know that house has been safe haven for the entire family at some point when you think about that Mm -hmm. And I, had, I, I hadn't even really intended to talk about this, but it, it also has to do with the house. Our son came to visit with his best friend after, since we moved to uh, New Jersey. <laughs> we were sitting there talking, and uh, I said to Rex, I said, Oh, Rex, did you know that Ken and Jeannie Veltz are coming out with a new album? And Jeff got this look on his face and he said oh I said Ken and Jeannie he said Ken and Jeannie Veltz I said yes and the he and and Rex looked at each other and it just so happened that Jeff's neighbors in New York had been Ken and Jeannie Veltz now we hadn't seen them since we left Good News Fellowship in 83. We used to talk about them constantly. Oh, oh yeah. It would be and, like to get back in touch with them. And they were amazing. Uh, and they had this song about that, that Ken wrote this song about 
murmur, murmur. murmur. And so whenever things were not going the way we always thought they should, we would sing murmur, murmur, <laughs> murmur, murmur. So <laughs> and maybe, maybe Ken will come on and sing that for you. It is the song to to end all songs, I'll tell you. <laughs> I, um, I'm just praying that something I said tonight will be just exactly what somebody else needed to hear and um i think for the fact that all of us or the majority of us struggle with the sledgehammer god you know that uh you know his mercies are new every day Mm -hmm. but it took me a long time to realize that too that like i mentioned earlier the stigma i was the same way i thought that he was a you know out there with his uh pad and pencil writing down all this bad stuff about you and and he's not. He loves you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my my father, um, I was on, only 11 when my dad left, and and I pretty much didn't have a father. And, and that was, well, one of the things, too, that um, was just really awakening to me was that now I have a father, and he really loves me. Late at night, I've always had a, a problem sleeping, <laughs> and uh, I really wonder sometimes. That's that's a lot of times when I I am closest to to the Lord is it in the middle of like early in the morning in the middle of the night, and He used to give me these amazing words about being my father and holding me close, and that was something that I really never had from a, an earthly father. That was something pretty amazing, too, to And realize. we talk about that. You and I have talked about that in yes, we podcasts about being validated. Yep. You know, because we were not validated from our earthly fathers. Correct. Got validated from the Father. The Father. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> Goosebumps. Man, God bumps. Well, thank you, sis. Oh, you're welcome. I See, love you. I was a good girl, right? I didn't you tell did any good. of those stories on you. About how you used to dress Jen up and make her dance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy, I can. Boy, we could just go on and on about (laughs) stories of me and Rex. You know, I I snore really bad, so I had to move in with him up in Pennsylvania, and uh, (laughs) me and Rex had to share a bedroom for a while, and we had these two single beds, and we kind of halved it. He had his side of the bedroom and all kinds of uh, antiques on the wall and stuff like that. And on my side of the bedroom, I had a had a, a bed and all kinds of, you know, Makita power tool posters and stuff like that. <laughs> so, I mean, it was night and day. Mm-hmm. But the thing, the funny thing was, is I snored really bad. So when I'd snore, he would always mess with me at night. And I'd, I'd go like, and he'd go, <laughs> he would wake me up. By he could get where he could wake me up, and I never could get any sleep. But I mean, those stories going. It is so hard for me to be quiet with you sitting here because we could talk all night. But we could. Uh, it's God stories radio, not not Fritz stories tonight. So, but thank you for coming on. We are gonna wrap it up. We're out of time tonight. I just love you guys. I just have to admonish my sister and brother-in-law. Without them, I I don't know where would would have been. Um, and I just want to say, Rex is here, and he's been quiet through this whole thing. I know, and we're gonna we are gonna duct tape him to the seat, and he will tell his side of this story because there's portions of even uh, my sister's testimony that would really 
I should say, come to light or be uh, much more relevant with Rex's side of the story because mm-hmm. there was some sacrifices that that he made and she made on both sides. And so I can't wait for him to tell his story, and hopefully he'll come on within the next couple of weeks so we can we can get them close together. Correct. Because I think everybody will, will benefit from them. But something about my brother-in-law, you know, he pulled the trigger on early retirement to come down and so that they could help take care of Aubrey and don't think I'll, I'll ever forget it. And I love the both of them and I could never repay them for what they've done for me and Aubrey. So please check us out on godstories.com, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Twitter at God Stories Radio. We also have the email godstoriesradio at gmail. Please, any questions, comments, uh, criticism, anything, just let us know you're listening. Let us know that you benefited. If you heard something, encourage us. You know, we have no other agenda at doing this except to bless someone and to encourage someone. And That's uh, what we're here for. That's what we're here for. So please uh, let us hear from you. So we're God Stories Radios. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. God bless. God bless. <laughs>